0: are listening to the k is for kinky podcast and uh oh that sounded really sexy and formal and weird it did so you
1: um oh (laughs) today we're talking about the d
0: okay well it's called capital d (laughs) but we're discussing um the very important topic of whether or not written protocol should basically be used in the scene and we're also going to talk a little bit about whether or not a person has a right to tell the entire scene how to conduct themselves all that and more <laughs> all that and more in this episode of k is for kinky
1: and yeah we uh we've been told that getting reviews is super duper ooper important uh for podcasts and uh so we would super duper ooper appreciate ooper <laughs> <Uber>. ooper <laughs> i had to, i have to add the ooper Uh, everybody says super duper i don't want to be basic um but yeah if you could please leave us a review wherever you listen to us that would be amazing it would be uber appreciated hello and welcome to the k's for kinky podcast this podcast discusses adult topics so if you are offended by adult topics or are under the age of 18 please stop listening now Also, while Miss Jen is a therapist, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not to be taken as personal therapy for you. She is not your therapist. And if she is your therapist, just remember that what she says only technically counts in your private sessions.
0: All right, so this is session number one with our podcast. We are actually sitting down for the very first time and we are... Using the mics um, with our new system, so this is a trial run, test 1-1. One, one. Two. Good contribution. <laughs> this is going to be a great podcast. Uh, we are K's for Kinky, J-E, also known as Just K's for Kinky. Um, and I am <laughs> Do the those e, come with jazz hands? sure you know what they come with jazz hands and a tap dance because no one can see what we're doing it's a reference to will and grace oh i thought it was just like you being a dick can we stay on the
1: podcast well i think we can't well i hope i we need to make it so that we can
0: anyways the point is (laughs) i was gonna say that they don't know what i'm doing so yeah fuck it i'm doing oh shit oh (laughs) i'm doing jazz hands nobody knows the difference see we better be able to curse on the podcast i sure hope so what a way to ride out of the chariots you know what we are gonna do a serious topic though because i have a weird feeling that this is usable oh. and that scares the hell out of me that this might be how the podcast sounds but this could be us at our peak so ooh, i'm a little too high on here that's though. Like,
1: terrifying I'm, that this is us at our peak
0: i think it's sexy So the thing that we want to talk about today, we are a kink podcast. If you can't tell from the case for kinky name, we're coming to you (laughs) from Los Angeles, which is kind of a little hub for kinksters everywhere. There's multiple dungeons. Our home dungeon, Sanctuary LAX, is actually currently in motion to move locations. We're very excited to see where the new place is, but for the time being... Um, We are definitely smack dab in the middle of a great place to be if you are a kinkster or if you are exploring BDSM. And we are also event coordinators for the scene. Uh, We host classes and support groups and we have the YouTube channel called K's for Kinky J.E. Our (laughs) YouTube channel has been described as anemic, which I think is actually kind of a badge of honor because at least there's some blood flow in it. I am not ashamed that our YouTube channel is small I am proud that it's still gasping for breath. I'm having some really bad visuals right now. Um, so today we're going to talk about a topic that recently came up because I saw somebody post something on social media. Which is, by the way, like at this point, it's just scary to post things on social media because who the hell knows what's going to come from that. But this person posted this thing and there was a lot of comments below and I was like, what an interesting topic. Let's address it on our podcast. Whether well, the, or not the post was the, the post was basically like if you're going to write out the word dom, you need to use capital D. But on top of that, it was also included Dom D O M slash Dom D-O-M-M-E. And I spelled those for you because there are two ways to spell Dom in the community, technically speaking, although one of them is kind of falling out of use for various reasons. The first, D O M, Dom, is the classic non gender specific term for a dominant. It's the shortening of the word dominant. And dominant, as I said, non gendered. The word dominant does not belong to a freaking gender. Um, but for some reason, people felt the need to add an M E to indicate a female dominant. Um, dom, D O M M E. But some people pronounce it Dom A. Um, Miss Jen has always expressed the hostile. I'm on biting to my me. tongue right now. She's literally biting her tongue. I'm looking at her. Actually, she's just kind of like hovering, hovering. I'm her... Holding my mouth shut. She's holding it shut <laughs> with her lips is what's happening with her mouth, with her fingers. She has her fingers over her mouth. <sighs> oh, I just touched the mic. Sorry. Um, the point is, a lot of people feel really charged about this topic because why gender the word Dom to begin with? That's kind of the argument. And then also, secondarily, does anyone have the right to demand written protocol from the public. That's also the issue because capitalizing DOM um, and requiring or requesting that all people capitalize the word dominant or DOM for short or even D-type is kind of like insisting that written protocol be used in our community across the board um, and for those of you who don't know what written protocol is, written protocol is kind of an older way of acknowledging high protocol etiquette in the community. High protocol is also a little bit old <laughs> school. I feel like we, we
1: started explaining like cart before the horse sort of thing.
0: Well, that's how this podcast goes. <laughs> we put the cart way before the horse and then the horse pushes the cart. I don't. Anyways, um, I'm trying to say, okay, hey, you are throwing me off, and this podcast is, is going off the rails, cart and all, horse and all. Um, so uh, high protocol basically is a more formal way of um, regulating behavior between members of the community. And one of the issues with high protocol, when you look at it broad spectrum, is that, one, most people don't know how to practice high protocol anymore – Two, um, it's hard to teach high protocol. And three, high protocol, honestly, is something that needs to be consented to before it's engaged in. And it's not really right or fair to require anybody who doesn't know what it is and want to participate to do high protocol. That's a personal belief. We actually run the High Protocol Revival Project Um, and while we're proud of that and while we really want to bring high protocol back into the community and make it more accessible, we do not think it should be regulated across the board because one, that wouldn't be possible. And two, again, it kind of violates consent because it basically forces people to acknowledge power dynamics that they may or may not be willing to acknowledge and may or may not see as valid. Um, and until honestly, the, the, the thought is until you have consented to be in a power dynamic with somebody You shouldn't have to call them sir, or master, or mistress, or madam, or what have you. And also, the thought is extended to verbal and written protocol. You should not have to write a D-type's name and honorific in capitals if you don't want to. Like, you should not have to... Well, their proper name. Well, yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's grammatically correct. But I mean, like, calling a... Like, insisting... That all, everybody everybody uses Dom and Dom with capital Ds instead of writing Dom with a lowercase D is kind of... You just a, say Dom. They're both pronounced the same way. Well, some people pronounce it dom But it's not pronounced that way. Some people pronounce it But that's not Dame. how it's pronounced. That's not how you pronounce it, but some people do. But that's not the pronunciation. I don't know. You can pronounce anything you want, however you want. Pronounce it. Um, anyways, now that I've uh, hassled my... Donne... Dominant.
1: No. Oh. oh. no, no. Oh. No, 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 no. You did not. You are close enough for me to reach you.
0: My goodness, she just threatened me. I'm public <laughs> forum. um. But the point is, um, the, the, the thought is that you don't really have a right and you're kind of coming at things from a weird direction. If you go onto your own social media public platform and you're like, hey, what's up? you should be pronouncing my honorific and spelling it out this way with a capital D, because even though that may have been something that might have been the standard a while ago, and I mean like 10 years ago or more, to insist it's the standard now shows a lack of awareness of the social environment we are currently in in the scene, and it also kind of seems a little pushy, It kind of seems a little bit like, hey, I don't care about whether or not you consent to this. I just expect it from you. And it's kind of the problem when it comes, in my opinion, it's the problem that happens from people who are more old school and people who are coming into the scene who are newer. Because there are some fundamental differences in ideology about consent and self-identification happening in these generations and they clash. You know, it's why we have the high protocol community, and I've just been talking nonstop for like eight minutes, and you have said almost nothing other than to like – Trying not to interrupt. Well, you can't do that on the podcast because you'll never speak.
1: Or you could, you know, pause every once in a while.
0: The Silence is so long when I'm pausing. <laughs> Say something. Dear God. Are you done? Maybe. <laughs>
1: okay. Well – so it's interesting because as somebody who's been in the scene not forever but long enough, right? I've been in the scene for at this point it's now August of 2022 that we're recording this.
0: 314 years ago <sighs> I entered the scene. I didn't interrupt you, did I? I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> I respect you. I'm going to go. By get the some- way,
1: when there's silence, usually it means that I'm giving uh Eden eyeballs. Um, And they're not the sexy ones. No. You're in trouble. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. You just leave and let me. I'm getting water. (laughs) So um, she's she's getting water. So as somebody who's been in the scene for. I don't know. Let's say about 13 years now. um, I I love protocol and we love high protocol. We did start the high protocol revival project for that very reason, because we wanted to bring high protocol back Um, but also in a new way, right? We, we didn't want to stick to it exactly how it used to be. And there's reasons for that because, you know, things change and things evolve and it's okay to adjust. And I think that, you know, it's interesting because capitalizing the word dom or dominant or even D type or top, I capitalize those things, uh, just because of whatever, whether it's because that's how I was introduced to it, or it just feels better for me because I do like protocols, um, et cetera. So I personally do that. I would say 99% of the time that's different than somebody saying, Hey, you're, you don't belong to me. You need to capitalize, you know, the word dominant when you're referencing me, for example. First of all, I don't have to, right? But second of all, this post was making it sound like even just in using the word as a noun, right? Or in general in in general kind of speech. Yeah. Speak,
0: anytime you use that dominant.
1: anytime those words were used, they had to be capitalized. I just don't agree with that. And you know, it's it's kind of like for example, um mistress cyan who owns and runs sanctuary lax which as eden mentioned is moving um i she never asked me to use any kind of written protocols with her but out of respect whenever i text or email or have any kind of written protocol with her um i
0: communication you mean what did I say? Written protocol. Every time you have written, oh, communication, written communication, you use written communication, Yes, protocol. I yeah. use written
1: protocol. Um, not only obviously capitalizing the M and mistress and the C of her name, um, but I capitalize um, pronouns, right? If I say, I hope you blah, 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 I capitalize that. And I'm also a D-type. Um, it's not because I am in service Well, I'm kind of in service to the community, but, um, but it's not because we're in that kind of dynamic. It's out of respect. So even though I personally do this, I don't expect other people to do it with me. I've had people ask and say, Hey, would you prefer this? And if they ask, I'm like, you know what? It is not an expectation, does it make my little D type heart happy if if somebody does it? My little D type heart. Absolutely. Right? It makes me smile. It, it 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 gives the the tingly feels. Um what? Does your D type heart go dum 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 dum? Yes. Dom dum. Do you get that dumb dum dum? you you didn't come up
0: with that. That is the heartbeat of a donkey. Oh, it. I just came up with it right now. <laughs> I didn't know other people would come up with it, but it actually isn't that clever, so I guess Yeah, I probably can come up with the four. Damn it.
1: So again, it's back to expectation. Do I do I enjoy it? Do I feel honored and respected if somebody goes above and beyond to do that? Sure. Am I going to look like down on somebody who doesn't? Absolutely not. And I do not expect it. So I think that that's where the line is drawn for me as a dominant. If somebody expects somebody else to do that, or especially to capitalize the word, even when using it as just a noun. Uh, Yeah. And then the whole, the whole D-O-M-M-E thing, that's a whole other soapbox.
0: There's so much to unpack with this one post. It's so exciting. I just,
1: uh, dominant is sans gender. It is not about being any one gender. It's, dominant like <laughs> it is a trait it is a role it is not about how you identify in terms of gender so yes there does not need to meet, be a distinguishing m e m e. M.E well I was to say spelling for somebody who identifies as a female dominant right <sighs> I understand. (laughs) See, now I have the mic. I understand that for some people, they might want to do that so that in written form, people understand what the, but to me, I, I just, it just makes my skin crawl every time I see it. Um, I mean, I don't like make people feel bad, but like it's unnecessary and I feel like do I want to say sexist?
0: It could be read as sexist. Like it could, It's sort of how, like, an actor versus actress come turning into just actor for everybody. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, is there really a need to designate the female version of this? Like, why can't dominant right. just be enough? Um, but, like, so here's the thing. I'm, like, itching to talk about this because I think on the other side of things, it's kind of fun to talk about where the gray area is with this. Because, yeah, like, we could put our foot down and be, like, it's no. not pronounced Dame. Okay, well there's It's your foot. pronounced Dom. Your foot your foot is down. But like here's here <laughs> first of all there's two things I want to talk about. One is Dame and two is this concept of like older protocols being like shared with the community at large through a social media post that requires like the practice of the protocol and like why that isn't the best way to go but why the meat the, the thought behind it isn't the worst and here's here let me let me explain that better so first of all let's do the domain thing first there may be some like female identifying dominance who like the may at the end, like dame and want to be distinguished immediately as a female dominant, because maybe being female is an, a crucial and critical part of their dominance. And they don't want for a second someone to see the word Dom and to mistake that they are a powerful female dominant. So I can see why somebody would want to add may like at the end of their Dom, so dame right? I can see how it could be empowering for some. I just don't think that it's necessary and I don't think that it is required for someone to be inclusive to women when they're talking about the subject of capitalizing Dom by adding the Dame like slash Dame. Like I think like Dame is a unique and chosen way for some people to identify themselves but not all female doms need or want to identify that way dom is sufficient so that's the first piece dom I, well, is well, sufficient
1: i do want to point out that on the post that we're referring to the original poster did not start with that as a part of the post. Somebody made a comment and so they then added they the D O M M E. To be inclusive. To be to include it. Yeah. Um so I just and, and this is not for us to like be coming down on the poster. This was just literally something that we pulled and thought yeah. would be an interesting topic. Well also so. the
0: poster it's interesting. Like say what you will about the fact that this was posted on social media. I think it's always risky to post anything on social media at this point. That's like in any way charged with an opinion because you're going to end up having, you know, a maelstrom of responses. And this person sure enough got a maelstrom of responses. And I was honestly shocked because yeah, like should we be open to discuss what they posted? Yes. Do we need to, like, attack him for what he posted? I don't necessarily know if it's necessary. I think it's an interesting thing that he brought up, and, like, it's fun to have discourse. Honestly, I would love to show him this podcast and ask him, like, what do you think? Can you come on here and talk to us? I would have
1: preferred it in the form of a question.
0: Yes, I would have preferred it, but also, hey,
1: what do you think about
0: this? I would like to give this person the benefit of the doubt, and here is why. Here's the thing. Before I tell you the thing, um, do a thing for me and us. And please review this podcast um, wherever you're listening. It makes a huge difference. It totally boosts our signal. And it lets us know that you like us, which we'd like to know. So I
1: mean, they don't have to be positive. You can still leave a review if you have a problem, but we like nice ones.
0: Yeah. Thanks for inviting them to do that, Miss <laughs> Jen. I'm, I'm glad that we're an equal opportunity review. Well, we
1: do want to know if people have, you know, concerns.
0: Yeah. Publicly, <laughs> please tell us all your concerns. We get the whatever. All right. Excellent. Is it okay to come out of the gates and tell the community at large, you need to do this thing that I say you need to do because that's how it used to be done and that's the proper way? Is that a good way to communicate the message? No, it's not good (laughs) to be like, screw your consent. And screw all of you, you're doing it wrong and I'm doing it right. That's not the right tone. And even if that wasn't the tone this person meant to have, the way it was written kind of comes across a little bit preachy and it kind of comes across a little bit like you will do what I say because I know what's right and you are doing it wrong. And the thing is, that's where I disagree with the tone, but I understand the sentiment of why this was shared. So from a tone standpoint, better tone would be, hey, I am contemplating the fact that back in the day, We used to capitalize things like this because it was respectful and it showed deference for the social structure and hierarchy in our community. And I like that this is the way it used to be. And I find it to honestly, like, speak to me as a dominant. And I like this. What do you think? I think that would have been the best version of the (laughs) post. And I'd like to believe that he meant it from that perspective. I'd like to believe that he said it in kind of a, hey, this is how it's going to be. But he meant, hey... This is how it used to be, and this is what I personally like. So that's the first thing. I'd like to give them better the benefit of the doubt on that. The second piece is, is it actually wrong to express that you like this type of protocol? In my opinion. No. No, it's not. I, Absolutely not. Here's the thing. This, th- here's the thing. <laughs> Let me give you the thing. <laughs> you are not going to convert the community to do written protocol. It is a fool's errand. You are not going to convert the community to acknowledge or practice high protocol fool's errand. You're not going to convert the community to acknowledge that callers mean a specific thing. It will never happen. No one will agree ever again on what callers actually mean.
1: Like not everybody will agree. No,
0: not everyone will agree. And that's okay. I am not calling for us to agree for it, to it, like to these things. And I don't think that there is a deficit in our community because we don't agree on these things. I think we don't agree because the concept of personal choice, consent, and the concept of like identifying yourself because you know yourself the best and having a right to call yourself something because you know your own identity better than anyone else. That ideology is what has been inserted into the community. That is what has changed majorly how we look and talk about these things. Look at how we look at and talk about these things, right? So like, I don't think it's bad, but I also think that like some people do think it's bad. Some people are like, this is not okay. We've lost high protocol totally and the community used to be so high protocol because one, no, it didn't. I've done the research and talked to people. And from what I can tell, no, the community has never universally practiced high protocol. Number two, the community has never always practiced written protocol either. That is an ideation. It's an ideation. It is a figment a fantasy of what things used to be like it's just never have it never has been that way
1: well there's been no universal anything exactly is what you found in your research was that depending on where you were from where you came up in it what group you were groups you were involved in like there's never been a complete universal the only
0: culture that seems to practice anything close to universal protocol is the leather culture which yeah the bdsm community evolved so heavily from that we borrowed so heavily from it we should be more aware of the leather community because they are overlapped with us. So it's such a wonderful way. And I honestly feel like the backbone of the kink community could arguably be the leather community. It could arguably be Mm -hmm. be that, that that's what that is. Anyways, I'm getting off track here. The point that I'm trying to say is that it is a fool's errand to try to demand that everybody fall into line and follow a protocol that you prefer. But it's not a fool's errand to communicate that this is a very respectful way to talk to each other. It's not out of line to say... And that you miss it. Yeah, it's not out of line to say, (laughs) I miss this, I've personally experienced this, and I really like it when this is done, and I'd like to see this emerge more. Like, I think it's not wrong to say, I see a lack of this thing, and I feel our community would be made better by the addition of it. Well, I
1: mean, look what we've done with the High Protocol Revival Project, right? Like, that, for us, it was taking things that were part of more general protocols a while back taking some of those things pulling them forward but also making it our own right and and presenting it to people who felt like they vibed with it yeah. right and <clears throat> so we're not saying like opt in consent required yes exactly like here it, and we wrote a manual so like if you want to see what we expect here it is and if you do not agree to that that is cool you do not have to be a part of our group and we do not expect any of these protocols to be followed outside of that group so if i run into you at a random party i don't expect you to suddenly you know go into some position or whatever
0: right what would you do if that happened (laughs) panic oh we're in a public space (laughs) oh god (laughs) no i just anyway
1: the point is oh i blew up the mic on that sorry oh man um No, but the point is that, you know, it's, we understand absolutely looking back and really wanting to revive some of those protocols and high protocols, protocols. Archaic. Archaic. archaic.
0: The archaic in the King community twenty years ago is archaic <laughs> at this point yeah. like
1: um so we understand wanting to bring a lot of that back, but when we brought a lot of that back, we also had to make changes, right, because a lot of the protocol or high protocol environments from before were also very gender specific
0: misogyny. that's a
1: piece well, not necessarily some
0: misogyny well,
1: yeah, but I mean it was gender i I use the phrase gender specific specifically. Because some of them were, you know, a lot of them were heteronormative, but it was either like you had to be a male-identified D-type with a female-identified S-type, or a female-identified D-type with a male-identified S-type, or you had the gay men community, right? Which So I'm just saying we didn't want our project to be... We wanted to bring forward protocols, but we wanted the focus to be the protocols and not to be so much on the gender piece, right? So that was a tweak. That was, that was a yeah. piece that we changed to also, one, like move with the times, but also we don't fit into any of that. We are a same-sex couple. So <laughs> were we selfish? Yes, we made a group we <laughs> that we selfish? could be included in. <laughs>
0: Well, I'll also say this to tie this back into what we're talking about today. This idea of not gendering and like allowing it just to be whoever you are. You have a space here. Is kind of what we're talking about with like Dom versus Dom A, which is funny because, again, like the person who made this post was trying to be inclusive when they added that, that piece to their post. So, I mean, full circle, we are probably going to wrap this podcast up with this last final note. Did the person who posts this... Post it in the best tone possible. I don't think they did. Did they post it from a horrible place? I also don't think they did that. I think they posted it from a place of really missing the sense of universal or perceived universal respect for the roles that we identify with. I think that it's kind of problematic in practice For D-types to always be treated with a certain amount of deference, especially if a D-type is kind of a douche. Like there are a lot of shouldn't
1: stand for douchebag. Yes.
0: There are a lot (laughs) of people who call themselves D-types, aka dominance, who are nothing of the sort or who are just very abusive, unkind, or undeserving of the titles they give themselves. And I think because of that, and because there's no regulation, it is a little hard, it's like a hard sell to ask everybody to show deference and respect to D-types, generally speaking. But I will say this, I actually tend to show respect to everybody. I prefer to use everybody's honorifics, whether or not I know them well, because I like to show respect for how people identify. And I do capitalize dominant for the most part, even as a common noun. I do it because I like the idea that the concept of dominance in BDSM is different than the concept of dominance or dominant in the vanilla culture. And honestly, I thank the person who posted this because this is a really interesting topic. And- well, and I think what's hilarious is that you're, here's two people,
1: us, who actually do the thing that the poster was asking people to do. We do it, But we're yeah. also coming in and saying that's – like it's it's just not okay.
0: Well, it's, it's not okay to demand it, and that's right. the thing. So we fall on the side of this is a beautiful thing. We get where this person's coming from, but you should never demand this. And consent absolutely matters in a situation like this. Even if you wish the community was more uniform, it's not. It's not the community we have. You're not going to force the community to obey protocols that they don't want to obey. And you also probably should acknowledge that there are reasons why these protocols have fallen out of use. You know, again, there's no regulation in our all community. All you youngins coming in. Well, yeah, there's like the, all us up. youngins coming in <laughs> and being like, hey, our ideology is fundamentally different. But also a lot of people just don't see this stuff anymore. There's a, it's like a combo effect. Cool. It's like the combo effect of like some of this is problematic. Therefore, it was stopped. Some people are so new. They don't even know that this existed in the first place and also like maybe this is something that's more personal
1: well and also there's a huge percentage of quote-unquote Kingsters who are just in it for the play they're, yeah, not, they're not looking into power exchange. yeah they're not into power exchange they're not into protocol it's just something they do in the bedroom or they like to go out and play
0: once in a while and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that yeah. so i guess what i want to say is to the person who posted this i respect you i have no problem Using your honorific, I have no problem using a capital D when referring to dominant. I like how you're talking to somebody who may never hear this. Oh, they'll probably (laughs) hear it because this is about what they posted. But I'm just saying, like, I respect you. And I also disagree with your approach on this. I respect where you probably were coming from. But I think that your translation caused some ruffled feathers. (laughs) And it's actually not surprising since you took to social media that you had 50 billion people underneath you know and like that's kind of not literally no but like there was a lot of comments but we
1: appreciate it to give us this topic to test out the system for our podcast and
0: again like (laughs) this is episode number one well this is the first one we're recording
1: trial i feel like the first one we should put out should have some kind of introduction to who the hell we are we did
0: we had in the beginning we're like not our names but like what are we doing in the scene? We like are why gonna, are we doing no, a podcast? We are not going to do a podcast with an opening that's 20 minutes long like your classes. It's not necessary. It's going to be 5 seconds long. We are not telling okay. people everything we do. No one's going to listen to podcast. Not just what we do, but like
1: who we are, we, where we come into this from, and like you know, like they don't Ms. they can, might not know like who asleep. the hell are these people. That's not true. If I'm listening to a po- as somebody who listens to a lot of podcasts. Oh, I'm called out. Yeah. I want I to know to when channels. I – yeah, when I start to listen to a podcast, I usually at least try to listen from episode one and especially if I'm not familiar with the people doing it, I always start with episode
0: one so that I can get an introduction of who are these people and why should I be listening. But question, what if every single episode they introduce themselves for 10 minutes long before That's they get not to That's not what topic? I'm saying.
1: Okay. If we have one episode that gives them all the stuff – then we can then people know they can just go back to the first episode if they don't know who we are or whatever okay so
0: i agree to one episode also that's what I, i'm saying it's the first episode I Jen. what i love you that's fine i respect just you stop people, trying to cut
1: me off with being nice people don't
0: know we're smiling at each other right now but we're actually <laughs> flirting right now this is our love language we are OK. Like, we're not actually arguing. If you want to arguing. see what
1: we look like, you can go to our YouTube channel. But
0: like, we are really happy right now. And like, this is not a real argument. So don't worry. Mommy and mommy are not fighting. Um, we oh are God. having a fun. I'm, I'm hassling her because this woman does the longest intros of all time at the beginning of all of her groups and classes. OK, you know
1: what? I do a lot of shit. And I work really
0: hard. You promote yourself. You... I have to. I Nobody know you else do. is going to do it. I do. OK, well, gonna do it. I say count. my dominant... <laughs> Not my dom, capital a, but my D. Dom with a capital D <laughs> is the sweetest, sexiest, hardest workingest <sighs> I don't know lady sweetest, but... ever. And she does a lot of shit. If you wanna know, <laughs> look at her fucking website. That's her introduction. Let's get into this. See, everything's not even on my website. I'm just saying. Anyway, so my
1: point is that we should have that go out probably first. I'm so editing all this out. Know. No, I don't think you should. So people no know one wants who to we hear are. This rambling crap. They might I'm just saying your crap. And this I... is
0: crap to them. They don't need this they might enjoy the banter they're hearing this
1: here's you know they're what here's the thing noises right now they they might enjoy the banter and if they don't guess what they can do stop listening yeah they can they have to stop they can absolutely call a safe word by hitting that pause or stop button hey, i safe saying. word
0: out of this episode by taking the earbuds <laughs> out your safe word is remove the earbuds oh my god that's kind of screwed up should we say like we hope you didn't say word it out of this, this episode see you next time if Is they that, did they won't hear it anyway we have to say that every time should, this should be our closer we hope you don't say for it out of this episode hey, no. kate if you didn't say word out of here oh my god thanks for stopping by like only when we have really long episodes then maybe. i i mean I, I just already dragging on to 35 minutes i mean oh Jesus. wow yeah that's it's a good pretty size. Good. It's a pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty nice size episode you got there oh, wow brr, brr. Oh, you're so sexy. I'm so into you right now. All right. On that right. note, we will see you next time. Uh, if you didn't say for it out of this, we'll talk to you at episode number two, which will be all about something else. What? Because we don't know. But actually, we do know. Next episode is all about vetting. If
1: you happen to start with this episode, just go back one. And listen to Zero yeah. so that you know who we are.
0: I mean, yeah, just if you're ever curious about who on earth is talking to you, episode Zero is your bestest friendest. Dis, dis,
1: Good. That's quality podcasting right there. Thank you. <laughs>